This episode is brought to you by Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic, a two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic formulated with 24 clinically and scientifically studied strains to support healthy regularity and your gut, immune, and skin health. Optimize your gut health. Visit seed.com slash Spotify with code Spotify for 30% off your first month of Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello, you're listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. I am your host, Janet M. Taylor, and I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and welcome if you're listening for the very first time. I hope you are having a great start to your week. Well, today we are going to be talking about living a happy and healthy and organized life. And I have returning guest, Kate, who is an expert in her field. She's also a great friend, colleague, and a client. And she's going to be sharing how you can have a healthy life. And of course, I will be sharing my product suggestion, app suggestion, repurpose suggestion, and book suggestion for the week. And my question for you this week is, what area of your health are you focusing on improving? Is it exercise? Do you need to walk more? Maybe have more movement? Do you want to drink more water? Eat more fruits and vegetables? I would love to hear from you. So post on my social media or leave me a message here on this page. And as we are in the third month of the year, you know, at the beginning of the year, we had all of these wonderful resolutions and goals. And one of the top one for a lot of people is eating healthier, which is why I wanted Kate to come on because Kate is a ketogenic living expert wellness mentor and host of the Straight Up Wellness podcast. Kate is leading the way in the ketogenic community as the founder of the Ketogenic Living 101, Ketogenic Living 102, and the creator of the Ketogenic Living Coach Certification and co-creator of the Keno 40. Kate wholeheartedly believes in the power of a ketogenic lifestyle and is thrilled to have created the first ketogenic coach certification to be approved as CEU provider to organizations including NASM, AFAA, ISSA, and CanFitPro. With close to 400 ketogenic living certified coaches spanning six continents, Kate is thrilled to help spread the fat-fueled health revolution. In 2019, excuse me, Kate co-founded Certified Course Creation to assist online wellness professionals in the building and launching online coaching training courses. Each coach has achieved continuing education provider status with world-renowned education companies. These courses create entrepreneurship opportunities across the world while positively impacting the well-being of millions of global citizens. When she is not building courses, mentoring female entrepreneurs and business owners, and creating delicious ketogenic meals, Kate enjoys traveling the world with her husband and four children. So sit back and hear this wonderful interview with Kate as she provides us with some strategies on how we can live that happy, healthy life. Well, hello listeners. And of course, it's the month of March and I wanted to bring some really powerful and impactful women on the podcast to share how they are doing it. And one of those women is Kate Halamio. And I'm Hope I pronounced her name correctly, and if not, she will correct me. But Kate is all about healthy living, healthy lifestyle. So, Kate, thank you so much for joining us. 
Oh, Janet, thank you so much for having me. It's always such a great pleasure to be able to talk to you. So before we get into the strategies on how women can do it, what made you decide to go on this path of really healthy living and eating? You know, like when I was 25 or 24, I was, I got my first gym membership that I actually used. <laughs> and it was when I lived in, um, in Philadelphia and worked for the greater Philadelphia chamber of commerce, we had this like employee deal with the sporting club of Philadelphia. And, uh, I went with a coworker to a spin class and I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> Even though my butt hurt for like a week after my first class, it was so much fun. Like the dark mute, the dark class, the loud music, um, and the great cardio. I was totally hooked. And, you know, I was like, I loved it so much. I was like, I should become an instructor. And so that kind of got me on the path to becoming a fitness instructor because from there I got additional certifications and taught different classes for a little while. I was an insanity live and a P90X live master trainer. So I was training the trainers. And, um, you know, when you're moving your body and when you're, you know, you're feeling really good, I think it's only natural that you start looking for ways to fuel your body with the best fuel sources. And so I got really interested in nutrition from there. Now, during my time as an instructor, people would always ask me, what should I eat before a workout? What should I eat after a workout? What should I eat the rest of the day? And, you know, I was like, I don't know. I mean, I can tell you what I eat, but, um, and you know what I know about, and it prompted me to study nutrition a little bit more. I had been approached by someone that I networked with a little bit in Philadelphia about, um, affiliating with a fitness-based network marketing company. And then, and I took her up on the offer because, you know, I thought, great, easy, quote unquote, easy money, <laughs> side hustle. And you know what, Janet? Oh my gosh. Like it was not easy for me, but, um, not an easy money maker anyway, but I did learn a lot and it, it propelled me to get certified in nutrition, to learn more about how our bodies work and what type of fuel we need. And, you know, the bio individuality of all of us, you know, how I choose to eat and live is different from other people. And we all just have to do what is going to work best for us in the long run. But, you know, I was always quote unquote healthy and I have good genes. So I didn't have a weight issue, but I always had that 3 p.m. energy crash. You know, the one that you're like, all right, like I need, I have to have another cup of coffee or something to keep me awake. Um, and you know what else I was, I was developing skin tags and I was like, ew, this is so gross, but like, maybe this is just something that's happening to me in my life or after having babies or something. Uh, and it wasn't until again, like I really just kept diving deeper and deeper in the study of nutrition and learned that, oh my gosh. And this is really bad to say, but like, I hadn't been to the doctor in a while either, except for like, you know, having my babies. And, um, uh, I learned that sometimes skin tags are what you can start developing when you're pre-diabetic. And yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, um, you know, looking back on thing on how I was eating, even though I was eating pretty healthy, there was still this like dirty secret or whatever that I was keeping. And it was sugar. Like I was just, I always was eating something sweet. It was like, oh, I just had that major sweet tooth. 
Um, and when I decided to adopt a ketogenic lifestyle, so low carb, high fat, moderate protein, going sugar free and gluten free, um, it was so weird, but like, I just, they, those skin tags just went away. I don't know where they fell off. I mean, like hopefully they're not hiding in like pillows or couches or something somewhere, but they're gone. Um, and I felt a lot better and it's just so wild how that all happened. And now that I do go to the doctor, <laughs> um, I know that all of, you know, all my biomarkers are good and, um, yeah. And I, I, you know, I still have to make some changes to what I'm eating, um, to keep my hormones balanced. You know, we're, we're always changing. Um, and especially now, like I'm 39, I had my last baby at 38, you know, he's not, he's only 10 months. And, uh, oh my God, like on, on my like hospital papers, they were like advanced maternal age. I was like advanced maternal age, but still it's, that's just, I say that because, um, it's just a reminder that our bodies do change and, um, how we eat and how we live, we have to kind of adapt accordingly for what our bodies call for at different stages in our life. Yeah. So knowing that, what are some of the reasons you feel that women alone, we don't do all the things we need to do? I mean, because right now, you know, I'm 50 something pushing 60. (laughs) No way. Oh my gosh. It was so amazing. And, you know, and just seeing what women who are in their 50s can do, Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, so I know for me, you know, like you said, it's adopting what works for you. So for work, me, exercising, walking works great for me. So what Mm -hmm. are some of the things you feel, especially for those women out there who are like you, you know, they have the business, they have the, you know, the husband, they've got the kids, and I'm not sure if you got any pets. I haven't seen any pets. I think you do. We do. We've got do. Pets. So how do like, <laughs> so like, how do you, what are some of the reasons you feel that women are like, you know what? I, I hear it. I've read the books. I've gone to the workshops. I've sat in the front row, but I'm not doing it. Oh, I mean, I think it's lifestyle. I think we take on too much. You know, I think that we, we wear all of the hats, not a lot of hats. We literally wear all of them. Wife, mom, business owner, worker, friend, daughter, aunt, sister, you know, all of the things. And we, we have this in our mind that like, we have to be everything to everyone and we have to be on all the time. So I think that we spend so little time actually in the act. Um, here's my little one. Uh, we have, we spend so little time actually in the act of taking care of ourselves because we're thinking of all the things that we have to be towards others. And I think too, like, Sometimes in our spare time, in, like, instead of thinking of habit change or lifestyle change or something like that, we scroll. We're scrolling Facebook and we're scrolling Instagram and we're thinking like, well, she looks like that. Why can't I have that? Or why haven't I done that yet? And you never know what's going on in somebody else's life. You don't know how much extra money or extra time or whatever they're, they're dumping into living the life or looking the part. Um, or, you know, investing in the health to get them to different places. I think it's comparison and I think it's lack of self-care and I think it's trying to do too much. Um, and the things that we really have to do that, that really do end up working in the long run is committing to ourselves and then making these mindset and these habit changes. And those are the hardest, and he knows these are, those are the hardest things to do breaking bad habits or 
prioritizing ourselves. And I know that that sounds crazy because when we think of things like, yeah, I like to get a massage. I like to get a facial. I like to get a pedicure, manicure, things like that. You like to do them. And it's so funny. You think that you are doing those for yourselves, but when you look back to it and you're like, when was the last time I got my hair done? When was the last time I just spent a few hours by myself doing something for myself? It's probably like three months ago, you know? And I think like so many of us women are in that same boat. And then when we aren't, when we do take that time for ourselves and we aren't being everything for everyone all the time, we either feel guilty or we feel like we're failing somehow. And, and I, I am so guilty of this too. I truly am. And I, and I do hit points of overwhelm and I just noticed, you know, a, a bad habit that I was starting to get back into was waiting for everyone to go to bed at night and just being like, Oh my gosh. All right. So now that everyone is finally asleep, like husband, all kids and everybody else, everyone's upstairs. It's 1030 at night. And I want to be up by, you know, say like seven or whatever, but it's 1030 at night. And now I'm finally getting time to myself. So what do I want to do? Um, I kind of want to just sit on the couch and watch reruns of friends, but I'm tired at this point, And my body's like, Hey, well, if you're going to stay awake, you're going to need to feed me. So I'm like making bad decisions and eating late at night. And then I wake up and I'm like, like, why did I do that? But it's literally because part of a self-care routine for me or that I was finding was that like just an hour to myself and it wasn't happening until late at night. And that's interesting, Kate, because one of the things I discovered too was I love sugar. So Mm -hmm. like you said, we all do changing the habit and for me it's not necessarily saying i'll never eat another dessert again but it was what i bring into the house so now instead of all the sugary sweets things i'll bring in like some nuts and some Mm -hmm. other types of things but then also like you said sometimes we don't want to take time for ourselves. and i decided i'm going to get a pedicure and this time I decide, you know what, I'm not going to try to squeeze in another email, social media post, everything. Mm. I'm putting the phone down and I'm just going to sit and be and enjoy the moment. So you're right. We are. We're trying to do everything. And sometimes in that, it just gets us so overwhelmed. So as we go into spring um, and we start thinking about not only our bodies but our lives and of Mm -hmm. course you know we start thinking about the spring cleaning in our homes yes what are some of the things that maybe we can do to really like do a little bit of spring cleaning maybe it's in what we we bring into the home to eat or maybe it is just all the stuff because you know we are the wife and the mom and we got to walk the dog and of course we got all this other stuff going on well I mean I would say that everybody needs to listen to you, make sure that they're like reading what you have to say and following you. Because I think that having clutter in front of us all the time is what forces us to feel like we need to do all the things and multitask all at once. Like the, the list, the to-do lists that aren't completely crossed off, but we hold on to those little pieces of paper and we, we look back on them and like, Oh wait, I forgot to do that. And our little critter brain is going elsewhere. And it's the same thing with like, you know what clothing that it might be a few sizes too small for us right now. 
And while I do think that it's important to have some like goal things in your closet and things, you know, that you really love, if it's making you feel bad about yourself, if anything in your environment is making you feel bad about yourself, then it needs to go. It needs to go. Maybe you don't completely give it away. Maybe you are able to like give it to someone to hold on to for a little while and hold you accountable to, to getting back into that or something like that. And with, oh my gosh, with pantry cleanouts, this is something that I find so important in working in the healthcare space. Like not, we tend to, when we, when we think about changing our diets, we change something about our nutrition protocol, we do this clean sweep. Okay, well, everything's got to go. And I support that in one way. And in another way, it's like, well, maybe what you do, and this is what we did in, in our home. Um, with my kids was once things ran out, we simply didn't replace them because I did try and do like the one fell swoop and get rid of everything. And honestly, things slowly creeped themselves back in because it was so much of a drastic change for them all at once. Not that it was dress. I mean, like we've always eat, eaten fairly healthy, but things like those like vegetable sticks, you know, those like veggie straws and pirate booty and things like that that you don't think have like a lot of Franken food ingredients, they really do. They're actually really bad. Um, but so when they ran out, we simply didn't replace them. But like you said too, you have a sweet tooth. And so not keeping those things in the house is really helping you. I'm that way with plantain chips. So like I was noticing that when I was up really late and tired and just getting that, those, that friends show in, um, I was sitting on the couch and just eating plantain chips so what did I do? I just stopped buying them. I let it run out and I stopped buying them because if it's not in the house, I'm not going to grab it. The other thing though, is like, if you have food in your pantry that you don't like, and it's simply there because you feel like it's healthy and it, you just think it should, it should be there because it's healthy, just get rid of it. Donate it, like give it to a friend, give it to a neighbor, or if it's gross, just throw it away because you're never going to eat it. It's literally just sitting there taking up space. And probably when you look at it, you're feeling bad about yourself. I should be eating that. I should be. That should. No, you should be just taking care of yourself. You know, you should, you should fill your body with clean, good, whole sources of food. But you know what? Like, <laughs> I eat a certain way because I like the way it makes me feel and because I'm really committed to, like, you know, preventing as much as I can, like chronic and life-threatening illness. However, like there are times in my life where I will still have birthday cake or I will go to travel to Italy and have gelato or I will go back to Spain and eat churros and chocolate or, you know, something along those lines. Like I still feel like it's important to live your life, but also really respect your body um, and your mind and your space and all the things that are contributing to your mental state. So I think like clearing out the clutter, making sure like the mental and the physical and the emotional clutter, whatever that looks like for you, like walk around your house, think about the things that make you feel, you know, really amazing. Keep those things in there. The things that make you feel blah, get rid of them. Well, that was good, Kate, because I mean, as you were talking, I was like, yes, I, 
I don't have the cookies in my house, but my goodness, you put mm-hmm. me in front of a cheesecake outside, it's over. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy and eat it. And and it is it's about enjoying and eating. And the same with the clothes. I went through my closet. There were some things I really love, but then I realized, you know what, there's a friend who I know who could actually fit these clothes and look great in them. So I was, yeah. it was easier for me to get rid of them. So Kate, in all that you do with clients and with your families, like how do you, what are some things that you do to, to, to balance your time? I know you said you have that little me time, but what are some other things you do to really balance your time? We have a pretty decent schedule that I keep up with. And I, so I know kind of my windows of time. Um, you know, my, the baby is becoming more active now. So I am in a season of my life that's a bit unpredictable. Um, And so I just need to make sure that I'm managing my time well, which means that I have to take a, I have taken a social media diet. That's been really good for me in my own mental state. And I pop in there not to scroll because let me tell you something. When I start scrolling, I get lost. I really do. And, and I don't have like a good solution to that other than to just abstain. <laughs> um, so I, I've been really good with the time that I have. Um, but I am also recognizing when I am going to need help in the form of like um, someone to help with the baby. Um, so not many people know this, but this year we started homeschooling our children. Um, I actually am not the educator. It's not my strength. I don't have the patience for it, but we have the teachers coming into the house, which is great because it's really, um, it's really helped our family happiness overall because in the mornings there's not this like mad dash to get everybody ready and everyone's crazy and you know, all things. Um, but we're really kind of like taking our time and, you know, getting ready in the morning and everything and not having to fight the traffic in school and all the things. So, um, you know, the educator comes here. So anyway, so we have a pretty good schedule for that in the morning. So while they're downstairs learning, I'm upstairs working, the baby has been taking a nap. Um, but I know that that's something that could change. So we're looking into hiring somebody that can come and and help while the girls are in school. Um, we have activities for them in the evenings, but I just have to be really strategic with my time and make sure that I'm not wasting it. Um, I also, this has been really, (laughs) it's been, it's always hard for me to ask for help and I don't know why. Um, but I, I think again, it goes back to that. Like, I think I can do it all, or I really want to be even seen. I want to be respected by my husband as like the woman who can do it all and the superwoman and super mom. And it, it causes me to like fall down So, um, making sure that I'm telling him like, this is what I need from you. And, you know, these are the times that I need help. And, um, you know, he, he, making sure he, he respects that about me too. Like, Hey, like little things too. Like you, you can't leave your dishes and your things like that in the sink. Like Mm -hmm. this is something that I need done. These are things that I expect to be put away. Yes. I realize that it takes me a few seconds, but those are seconds that I don't have right now. And you need to respect me um, as somebody inside the house. So speaking up for myself has been really important. Um, and also turning down things that are not aligned with um, what my goals are personally and professionally. And oh my gosh, that is something that I have to like overcome as well, because you know what? I'm a people pleaser. 
and I have been for a really long time. And it, this is something that like, I have to constantly work on to not fall back into that. Let me say yes to everything in fear of disappointing others. And then end up myself feeling completely scrambled, burnt out, working seven days a week. Um, that, and that's another thing I used to feel like I couldn't take weekends off and that I needed to constantly be hustling and even some, some books that I've read from like successful people are like, oh yeah, no, you just hustle till you make it happen. If you want to be a millionaire, you got to do blah, 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 blah. And I was following that advice and doing it and just burning myself out. And the reason that I had to work seven days a week is because I was hitting those places of burnout and it was taking me so much extra time to get stuff done. So I take the weekends off. I don't work on the weekends. I sleep in as much as my children will allow me to. I make sure that I go to church every Sunday because that's what makes me feel good. Um, but I just, I do not work. And even times that, it's funny, like times that I feel like I should, I should do X, Y, Z. I will sit down and Janet, I have like a full body response. My body's like, nope, you're not opening up your computer. Like this just is not happening for you. So yeah. <laughs> so I understand. I do understand. I mean, you know, you do get to that place. And I like what you said about being strategic about your time, because, mm-hmm. you know, I want to be somehow, Kate, I want to be the Miss Do It All, especially when it comes yep. to those DIY projects. And I recently made some changes in the furniture, but I want to keep the dresser that my mother owned. Mm-hmm. And, it needs, and it needs a little love and care here and there. Well, and I've realized, you know what, I'm going to pick up the phone find somebody who could do those little things that I want done, still enjoy the peace. But like you said, I, I cannot take my time and do that because hiring this person, it will get done in less time. It'll yep. take me who knows how long because I'm just not a carpentry and it's a whole piece of furniture. But then also, like you said, saying no to things and even business mm-hmm. things. You know, recently I got a call <sighs> for a project that was supposed, they wanted me the next day. I'm like, I, I, I would love to be able to take it on, but I couldn't even put mm-hmm. my team together. One's out mm-hmm. of town, one's on something else, you know? So you're right. So it's just putting those boundaries around yourself and your life and then also your diet as well. So Kate, yeah. how can people get in contact with you, connect with you and just really have that healthy, you know, and that happy life? You know, the best place to find me is actually through my website, it's ketogenicliving101.com. And on there, I've got a lot of just free resources and guides you can take and download um, to help you kind of get started on your own journey. And a lot of blogs and, um, and, and things like that, just again, to make sure that you feel supported um, and give you small digestible, pun intended, um, tips, you know, to get you, to get you in, a, in a good place and to help you know that Things that you want to change, like good changes that you want to make, they don't have to happen all at once. And in fact, trying to do things all at once is a surefire way to just overwhelm yourself. Just doing things in pieces. And honestly, I think that like the first thing that you could do is just look around you and the things that are like making you feel anxious, get rid of them or delegate them. Like just get your, get your mental and physical self organized Um, and then, you know, and then start to ease into the rest of the things. 
Well, Kate, it has been a pleasure talking to you and listeners. As with all my guests, you can click on the link on the show page to get directly connected with Kate. So, Kate, I thank you. And, of course, your co-presenter, Baby Boy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So it has been a pleasure to interview you. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Janet. Great time. from my interview with Kate. Uh, I would love for you to share. So if you click the link in my social media, you can just write underneath the link what your takeaway was, what you're going to work on. Or if you are listening from the show page, you can leave me a voice message, whichever you prefer. So now I'd like to share with you some tips in my Taylor's Tip Time, which is how you can incorporate healthy eating into your lifestyle. Number one, you want to sit down and plan those meals weekly. What you want to eat, what ingredients you need, because then that helps you with your shopping list. Number two is you want to definitely get rid of the junk. And as Kate shared with a strategy is that what you do is you just eat eat the remaining item until you don't have it anymore. And then you don't bring it in your house like I do with my cookies. Number three, you want to schedule a time to shop. Now for me, the weekend is the perfect time to shop, specifically Saturday morning, because I live in a community near colleges and those kids are sleeping. So nobody's in the supermarket. Whereas a Wednesday or Tuesday may be perfect for you because then that really saves you a lot more time. Then, of course, you want to schedule your prep time and your cook time. And it doesn't necessarily have to be the same day. Sometimes you just want to chop things up and prepare stuff. And then the next day, you just want to get near and cook. And the best benefit is number five is you can enjoy the extra time you spend with those you love because you're not prepping. You're just heating up and you're sitting down and you enjoy the meal with everyone else. Maybe you're at a point where you're trying to live that organized life, better manage your time, better manage your business, better manage life. So I would encourage you and suggest that you sign up for a free 15-minute session and see what a virtual session is like and see how I can provide you with strategies on how you can live that life that is organized and how I can be a partner in providing you with step-by-step ways in order to get things done, cross things off of your list, not feel overwhelmed, and not feel stressed. Well, of course, I want to thank you for following me on social media, for your likes, your retweets, and your sharing. And please continue to share. And also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Because every week, I drop a new video. So please tune in. And also check out my Pinterest page and I have a board specifically for staying fit and healthy. I have a board for healthy space because I love incorporating plants into my environment and organized living. So be sure to check that out. Well, today is Monday here, but it might be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday or Sunday where you're at. So my Tulsa Tuesday tip this week is eliminate the appliances and other items that you don't need to reduce the kitchen clutter, specifically the clutter on top of your countertop. Because you want to come in and you want to just, you know, have that wonderful organized kitchen because then it inspires you to do so much more. 
my app suggestion for this week is eat right for your blood type. So that is an app, but it's also a book so that can help you on your journey. My product suggestion is check out my Amazon page where I have different products that can help you organize your refrigerator, your cabinets, your pantry, and so much more to make those items more accessible. And my repurpose suggestion for this week is to use kitchen items like maple utensils and transform them into hooks. Pot lids can be hung hooks and so much more. And I even, you know, share with you previously that I took a glass sandwich tray that my mother had and now I use it on my dresser for my perfume bottles. So just so many things you can do with the things in the kitchen and how you can transform them and repurpose and reuse them or upcycle them in your home. My book selection for this week is Medical Medium Life, Changing Foods, Save Yourself and the Ones You Love with the Hidden Healing Powers of Fruits and Vegetables by Anthony Woods. I'm going to repeat that. Medical Medium Life, Changing Foods, Save Yourself and the Ones You Love with the Hidden Healing Powers of Fruits and Vegetables by Anthony Williams. And my quote for this week is, Love Yourself Enough to Live a Healthy Lifestyle. Well, as we continue with the month of March, I'm going to continue bringing some women who can inspire you and empower you to do whatever you need to do to get things done in your life. And I thank you so much for listening. And be sure to share this podcast with your family and friends and on your social media network. And please visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com. And until next time, have a clutter-free day. But most of all, have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element to a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to solve your organizing dilemma. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are tuned in to Got Clutter, Get Organized.